Welcome to the Resurrection People podcast with Preston Sharp, pastor of Sacrament Church in Nashville, Tennessee, and curator of The Art of Preaching. Each week, we look at three readings from the Bible, drawn from the Revised Common Lectionary. Find more at theartofpreaching.substack.com. Welcome back to the Resurrection People podcast. Today is our Sunday benediction. On these Sundays, we're going to look back at the scripture readings that we have heard throughout the week and think about the implications that they have for our everyday lives. This week, we've been talking a lot about disorientation. When things happen that are changing, that are disorienting, that flip us upside down. And one of the temptations in our lives when we're faced with disorientation is to first just try to avoid it at all costs, to avoid the pain and the change altogether. So sometimes when we go through difficult experiences, we try to numb our pain with substances or with activities that help us feel better temporarily, but don't actually do anything to help us. So in those moments, we often refuse to feel our feelings or we stuff them or we blame ourselves or others and we get stuck. One of the leading scholars in the field of grief is David Kessler. If you're familiar with the five stages of grief from Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, David Kessler studied with her. He's kind of carried on uh, her tradition and legacy with his book, Finding Meaning, the sixth stage of grief. And he says, for the person who's stuck in grief, which is a type of disorientation, you have to start with your feelings. You have to feel your feelings. One illustration of this is found in the nature of buffaloes. <laughs> when a storm comes, buffaloes don't run away. They run into the storm. Why? Because they instinctively know that the quickest way through the storm is to actually go through it. So when you try to avoid or run from or stuff pain, that doesn't get dealt with. And as you feel those feelings, the intensity and the frequency will change over time and things will shift as you walk through that storm. Our Old Testament reading that we read in Exodus 3, 1 through 15 is the story of God speaking to Moses through the burning bush. And some of us this week may feel like Moses at the beginning of the reading. We feel disoriented. We have these multiple identities. Who am I? We feel numb, spending our time just trying to get through the next day of shepherding. <laughs> Perhaps like Moses who ran away after killing the Egyptian um, guard, is we're afraid, we're insecure, we're hurt, struggling with these issues of identity. Where do I fit? Who am I in the broader world? Sometimes the problems just of our household seem so overwhelming that we can't even focus on the problems of the world. Well, today my prayer for us is that we would know the God who is near. Know that he cares about you. He cares about the situations that you're facing right now. And he cares about the bigger picture issues of our world. The things that we wrestle with and struggle with that are headline makers. He is who he is. And he is whatever is needed in any given situation. You can't fill in the blanks with God because he is bigger than definition. Yet because of his love for people, he hears our cry. He will give each of us everything that we need. Our epistle reading from Romans 12, 9 through 21 focuses on the call to love 
but to love in very specific situations. When we've been legitimately harmed, oppressed, or harassed, we all struggle with the division in our world, but also with division and discord in our families, in our workplaces, our churches, our neighborhoods, and then, of course, all the political fighting that we have today. We're living in anger, struggling to live at peace with those whom we dis- with whom we disagree or those whom, who have hurt us. In fact, many people we encounter each day are walking around kind of like little tinderboxes. They're ready to explode at even the smallest spark. It's really amazing how God works in the midst of our pain and our weakness. It's often said, helping is healing. What does that mean? What well, means God often allows our care for the needs of others to be part of our healing process. It gives us perspective. It allows us to see the world differently. If you notice, this is true in how God called Moses. God called Moses to something, to this process of deliverance, and that became part of his own identity formation. And it's also true in what what Paul says, that as we extend hospitality, that as we forgive one another and we don't pursue vengeance, there's some healing that's present in that as well for us. It's important to remember who we are. As Christians, we're not beholden to a political tribe or any other partisan outfit. We are the people of God. That is our primary identity. And Paul says, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. Do not become overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. In our gospel reading, Matthew 16, 21 through 28, Jesus tells his disciples he will undergo suffering. This, of course, is a type of disorientation. Peter reacts strongly, so it's not only disorientation for Jesus, it's disorientation for the disciples. He reacts strongly, Peter does, refusing to even allow this possibility. And we all, like Peter, we want Jesus to live up to our expectations, to do things how we expect them and how we want them. We want victory, and we believe suffering should be a reality, should not be a reality for ourselves or for the ones we love. So we want to shortcut suffering and sacrifice. And yet, suffering is at the heart of the gospel. We don't need to be afraid of suffering, run away from it. We don't need to be afraid of weakness or loss because, Jesus says, Saving and finding are in the losing. It is only in losing our lives, our expectations, our plans, our other identities, that we truly find them. I love this poem from farmer Wendell Berry. He says, The grower of trees, the gardener, the man born to farming, whose hands reach into the ground and sprout, To him, the soil is a divine drug. He enters into death yearly and comes back rejoicing. He has seen the light lie down in the dung heap and rise again in the corn. His thought passes along the row ends like a mole. What miraculous seed has he swallowed? That the unending sentence of his love flows out of his mouth like a vine clinging in the sunlight and like water descending in the dark. Today, may we embrace the way of Jesus, which is the way of laying down our lives in order to find it. May the Lord bless you and keep you. 
May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance towards you and give you peace. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Resurrection People podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out. You can hear full sermons at sacramentchurch.com and find out more at theartofpreaching.substack.com.